Well, our moms think we're funny. Well, so, uh, hey everyone, my name is Turk182. And I'm a Comey. I'm full of pizza. Huh. Hey, I have a question. Uh, cause you know, I, with everything that's been going on, I haven't been listening to as many podcasts as I normally would. Mm-hmm. Normally, I have yeah, all the podcasts that I listen to. And, and, um, and you know, we, uh, that we've mentioned several of the different podcasts that we like that we listen, you know, that we normally listen to or whatever. So we've mentioned all those, but how do most podcasts start this off? Cause you know, we always like, Hey, this is who we are. I'm like, is that what everybody does? Or is there a, a better way or one that's like, obviously I know you are, you know, for most people we, we listen to you or at least I read the description or something, but you know, do you know? No, I don't. I'm just curious if there's like a, another way or something that's more, I don't know. Um, Exciting, different. I mean, I think our way is pretty perfect. Well, yeah, like, I mean, it's us. Like we're we're right, and everyone else is wrong. So, well, I mean, I think I think it's just make maybe we just want to differentiate ourselves, you know, from the rest of the crowd there. Um. Well, every time I try to do something different, you say I'm not professional. That's because the shit that you do is not professional. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not just making shit up just to make you feel bad. <laughs> No, I'm pretty sure that's all you're doing. No, uh, maybe, but I mean, you know, and, and also, uh, fuck you. So, <laughs> but no, I, I'm I'm being uh, I'm being somewhat sincere, uh, ish. But uh, I'm I'm just I'm just curious. Like, is there a better better way of like opening up other than always saying, "Hey, everybody, my name is." Uh, um, I don't know. How do they do it on Behind the Bastards? They just say, "Welcome back to Behind the Bastards," right? Uh, and then he gives his name and stuff, and then whose yeah, guests are yeah, and all that exactly. kind of stuff. So <laughs> he does that because that's the way we do it. Well, yeah, I mean, we did start out before he did, a couple years after he did. So <laughs> yeah, but we still thought of it first. We did. He stole our idea, <laughs> and that's why I now wear a tinfoil hat. <laughs> uh, so I've got a question here, just because I was just kind of like just messing on my phone, yeah, while I was talking, yeah, and um. Uh, and, and just curious, Mortal Kombat video game, you know, at first it was the, the elite fighters and all this kind of stuff. And, and that, that's cool. I mean, I, I, that was fun. I enjoyed it. And then he started kind of adding in some other stuff. Then they did the whole, uh, we're going to, you know, bring in like, well, they already had like supernatural kind of characters in there, you know? Yeah, right. I was right. And I was going to say, well. Like Luke Kang shooting like fireballs and shit out of his fist. I mean, obviously that's not normal, but <coughs> um, then they they started kind of adding in more things in this and that, and but then they just started bringing in like, oh, well, here's um, here's Jason, and then Leatherface, and then Xenomorphs, and Predators, and then Rambo, and Terminator, <laughs> and and Pennywise. I'm like, come on, like. At what Anyways, point? Is it Mortal Kombat now? I, I don't know. Maybe shit. God, it, I hope so. Like now that I've said it, he is. I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure now that I've said it, like, oh, I know what we didn't think about that before. And one of his finishing moves, <laughs> they, he like lures one of them into a uh, uh, into like a sewer with like a, <laughs> like Jax. He's like holding up like real arms for him. He's like, what? He's like, we've got arms for you down here in the sewer, Jax. He's like, well, really? And uh, so I then like. At some point, it just seems like it's just like it like jumped the rails and over a shark, yeah. and then like across the moon. 
I heard somebody online say that uh, what Mortal Kombat has become is basically Super Smash Brothers if your dad picked the roster. (laughs) Yeah, who we need on here is Rambo. You ever watch Rambo? Rambo's cool. Yeah, how did did Rambo get into that? I don't have a fucking clue. And and why? He's like the least Mortal Kombat thing ever. Doesn't make any sense to me at all. Next thing you know, they're going to bring it. Now, this, this would be funny is that they, they brought in Rambo, but then they brought in other Stallone characters like yeah, so then, Rocky. <laughs> yeah, right. Then Rocky. And then uh, uh, what else has he played? It's like I- iconic like that. Um, um, yeah, just Rambo and Rocky. Uh, he's, he's a pretty obscure actor. That's true. Um, oh, I was going to say, you could bring in um, uh, Demolition Man. Yeah, yeah, that'd so, be cool. <laughs> so maybe we could get Demolition Man in there, and then maybe one of his, his character from like Expendables or something. And yeah, I, yeah, but which would be kind of funny to just have like nothing but all these different Stallone like <laughs> variants. <laughs> I'd I'd be into it. You know, I like Stallone. And then they're like, like maybe you could then sell um uh, uh, costume packs of it. You could change like Rocky. I mean, they're all like skins anyway. But you yeah. could do one where like he could be a. Uh, like Oscar, uh, <laughs> uh, they they need the uh, the nude Stallone from the Italian Stallion. Oh yeah, uh, what's the what's the name of that weekend at Stu and shit? What's the name? the actual real name of it? Hmm. It's like weekend at Martha and Stewart or some some shit like that. Oh yeah, I never knew. I always thought the real title was Italian Stallion. No, he actually just has like a, a really small piece in the movie. Oh, um, it's not what I thought was going to be small. No. Um, <laughs> And but after Rocky blew up, they re-released it and renamed it the Italian Stallion and put him all over it to be like, and he's in it. But yeah, it's it's <laughs> it. He's from my understanding, he's he doesn't have like a really big role in it all, and I don't think he really does anything sexual in it. I think he's just, <laughs> or he might. But I also believe I read that he did that just to get enough money to like produce or do something. Uh, so that was like his uh, whole thing. I which, knew that like. Uh... Willem, Def- Willem Dafoe? Willem Dafoe? Yeah, he he did like a couple of pornos just to make enough money to leave his hometown. But speaking wow, of... Wow, what was he live in New Jersey? I don't know. <laughs> I'm an asshole. <laughs> I mean, he, he's the one who they had to get the body double for because his penis was too big. It confused the producer. Yeah, he was confused, all right. <laughs> he's probably in his What's tent like... What's this I'm feeling? He's probably in his tent like crying. Like, what? <laughs> Why is not fair? It's not fair. <laughs> Look at him. Look at him. He looks uh, like that. He's got a dick like that. But speaking of Italians, is it racist if I ran about Italians for a little bit? No, not at all. I mean, I didn't think it'd be racist. No, it's kind of racist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you can all you want. Just saying. And as I say, and by the way, if you want to talk about like Willem Dafoe having like a huge dick and that not being fair, check out Michael Fassbender sometime. Yeah, that, that'll make you feel bad about yourself. <laughs> I mean, not only is he talented and he's a good-looking guy, then he's like swinging a shit like a lasso. I mean, like, like that's not fair at all. Of course. Hey, shit. Fuck him and Bradley Cooper. I mean, would it be racist if I ranted about Irish? I don't have a rant about the Irish. No. Okay, I'll say this. If you rant about Italians and then another race, then it's not racist. Because then you're not picking on them specifically. Okay. Okay. It's just every freaking Italian I've ever met, okay? <laughs> they always, I'm listening. They always use, like, their Italianness as, like, this catch-all excuse for them being the way they are. And granted, I haven't met a ton of Italians. Just enough. So, two? Just enough to form an opinion. <laughs> like, maybe three or four. But or five. 
I mean, or six or seven. It could be nine or ten. I mean, I live in a rural area. That's a pretty impressive number of Italians to meet within that time frame. You say you say rural, and I say rural. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we're sitting there like, did you say something about the Holocaust? <laughs> but every every Italian I've personally interacted with, you know how white chicks always like do the whole Zodiac thing. It's like, oh, I'm such a Libra. Oh, you know, that kind of thing. You, you get what I'm talking about. I mean, I date white girls, but I've never actually listened to them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, me neither. It's just like memes and shit. They always like, they're all about the Zodiac shit. Right. Stupid. Until, until he shows up and is like, I want to like, you know, tie you up and kill you. They're just like, oh, I'm not into the Zodiac anymore. I'm like, bitch, this is all for you. Are, are, no, there's so many people obsessed with these stupid serial killers. Uh, no, but go on. I, um, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's the thing where like, the, that's that, um, like a response for like a, an excuse for something. Like, yeah, oh. yeah. Well, I'm the way I am because I'm an Aquarius or whatever. And it's infuriating. But then it, I, see, I hear Italian people do that kind of shit. And it's just like a catchphrase of like, well, I am Italian. And I don't hear that with like other European people. I've never heard somebody go, well, I can be an ass about the food I eat because I'm French. Or shit like that. Yet I don't hear people say that. I hear people say shit like, oh, well, I'm a real bitch to the barista at Starbucks because I'm Italian. I know my coffee. I've heard people say that shit. It drives really? me crazy. Yes! And maybe I'm just meeting asshole Italians, and maybe it's not, like, the way they all are. I'm just saying, just the ones I've met. Uh, and, go on. I'm nah, saying. Like, shit, this all started when I was a kid. and it, That's our, how most races get started. Yeah. Kid. <laughs> <laughs> like, What's the deal with that? <laughs> no, it was like a church. I see that, I see that people over there, boy? Those Italians, they suck. <laughs> and you see them, you spit on them and call them a dirty-ass Italian. <laughs> so, my grandpa... Um, That's how it starts, too. It starts with a grandfather. My grandpa went to Italy during World War II. He wasn't fond of it. No, that's not what I'm talking about. No, it was a church potluck thing. And... Somebody just brought, like, store-bought biscottis. It wasn't, like, homemade or anything. Somebody just bought some fucking biscottis to this church potluck. And this chick was acting like she was the fucking final word on biscottis. And, like, from across the room, she comes running. It's like, somebody say there's biscottis here? I want to try them. I know all about biscottis. I'm Italian. It's like, what? What? And she takes a bite of this fucking store-bought, out-of-the-box biscotti. He's like, that tastes just like a real biscotti. It's like, oh, God. Well, I mean, it's... Um, well, so... It's something that, that is a part of them. It's it's it's, it's ingrained. It's part, a part, of their, part of their dinner. I mean, <laughs> it's... Like, so, for example, um, I'm actually part Italian. Um... And the one thing that explains all the times you do this with your hands. Yeah. yeah. It'll come out of you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I guess if you really want to break it down, I'm part more, but we'll get into that later. Um, so it's being part Italian, though, know, like uh, you learn different things because it's just a natural part of you. So I learned like the pantomime, right? So like women have like 26 pantomimes, men only have. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm waiting for you to catch on to the whole true romance thing. 
Even, oh. when, even when I mentioned like the Italians, and I'm part more, I'm just like, uh huh. Uh-huh. I'm listening. Go on. <laughs> no. <laughs> It took me a minute. <laughs> oh, jeez, Wiz. <laughs> uh, so I've been out of it this weekend. If you haven't caught on, <laughs> I'm not doing well. Um, I, I, um, you know, like I said, maybe it's just the few I've met, and I just have bad luck meeting Italians. You know, I think what it is, it's not necessarily like a particular race. I think it's people that are so insecure with who they are or their identity that they have to use their entire cultural identity as their own. So mm-hmm. it's like, Oh, because like, for example, like, uh, because I'm, you know, uh, a man, right. It was like, Oh, whoa, wait, 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 you're talking about men. I know all about men. <laughs> Let me tell you. And it's like, and I go over there. And I'm like, Hey, it's like, Oh no, yeah, that's a real man. Trust me. I know that's a real man. Like, no, you know shit. I mean, unless, unless you were raised specifically in that environment, you don't know anything. Know anything. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm black. I can't throw a spear worth shit. I'm just going to tell you that right now. That's not how I was raised. I don't like being out in the sun. I don't like the heat. I'm not awfully fond of sand because it gets everywhere. Unless unless that cotton is woven and in the form of like a pair of pants and a shirt, I don't like that shit either. I'm just saying, unless you were raised in something, but people are like, they want to find, think that they're special in some way. And if you're a particular race that's supposedly like no a culture that's known for something like that for so as an italian mm. there's so many italian things to so be like like oh because i know lasagna let me yeah. tell you right it's like they really, do that really do you because can you can you bake lasagna have you no i don't do it but i can tell you when one is really well done so can i it's called fucking taste buds yeah. i mean but and I think it could be being Italian isn't a personality trait. It drives me crazy. It's not. <laughs> what, what I think is though that you, for your interaction, because you live in a smaller area, you're coming across a smaller group of people, and it, either they all know each other and they're all family, all act like that, or it's because like maybe one of them started it, and then the others kind of latch on, be like, "Oh, hey, this shit works." You know, or mm, these people were relatively unconnected. Now, I do have to say, the last Italian I met was actually a pretty cool guy. He immediately threatened to kill somebody within like 30 seconds of me talking to him, but he was a cool guy other than that. He was one of the only people who didn't like just immediately say the words, I'm Italian. What? I mean, did he have to? No, because <laughs> he walked up to me with like the slicked back hair and like it was like combing it back and then he, it was introduced <laughs> like, to me as Mario he was like yeah hey, I'm Mario yeah this guy here I'm working with I'm going to fucking kill him all right <laughs> yeah so I I he didn't have to say I'm Italian but and then he said it was like hey, how about that Jersey Shore yeah <laughs> <laughs> you were like you know, like and he was like I think this guy's Italian <laughs> <laughs> don't tell him I told you <laughs> I I don't know man I mean See, but I have come across people like that where they're and it's for me it's never been like a like a cultural or, or racial thing but they automatically be like oh yeah I because I know all about that because my father is your father here right 
No. Let me tell you, let me tell you something you don't know. I know more about it than you do because I used to fuck your father. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> it's I, I it but I think that for because you're I, I'm gonna say I think your sample size is small because oh, of fair. your your area. And so you're running into more people that have adopted that particular mindset. I guess. I mean that that's that's a fair enough reason, I guess. I mean, because to be fair, and when I say to be fair, what I mean is to be completely not fair and just make shit up because <laughs> that's really the only thing I could do. If I lived in your small town, because there are a smaller population of black people there. I would make up all kinds of fucking bullshit <laughs> about black people and the things that we know. It's like, oh, yeah. It's like, you know, from the time we are born and everything, it's like it, we, you know, it's like, we know how to fight. It's like, you know, <laughs> it's like we we don't even like I knew how to say motherfucker before I even knew how to say mother. And it just <laughs> I just that's just how black people are. He's I, saying I, his first words. <laughs> I, I would just make up all kinds of shit. And I'm like. Is like, do you know that? Because you know, also because I like to lie, right? <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry, I like to tell exaggerated truths. Um, <laughs> sure, lying is bad. Okay, uh, and and uh, but I'll say this, and you can back me up on this. I have never purposely told a lie to someone and not shortly thereafter told them I was lying. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Because I don't just put it out there to lie and then I, I want to see if no, you're going to... there was one time where you forgot, but you caught on that you forgot and you corrected it later. Which was... What was that? Oh, we can't talk about it on the podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can say that it involved Wallcrawler and after he'd gone home for the weekend, you were like, Oh shit, I never told him that was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Okay. <laughs> Oh, but, but but at least I meant to though. Yeah, I meant yeah to. your heart was in the right place. <laughs> and since I don't really exactly know what it was that I said, I'm not even sure if I still told him <laughs> that that was a lie. So remind me after this. To, yeah, yeah, I will. To, to what it was said, so I can go back and tell him that. Actually, at this point now, though, it uh, it might be a little too late. <laughs> it might be because he might not remember that conversation either. Yeah. Hold on, I'm going to punch this in on my notepad here so you can see what it is but at the same time though if he listens to this then he's gonna be like what the what did he fucking say he lied to me <laughs> and then of course his mind is gonna race it's gonna be like something like he didn't like my socks he didn't fucking like my socks be like i i, I don't know your, your, your socks are fine you, you, got, you got fine socks for a crawler uh but i would I, would, I, I think i actually would like just make up shit you know just just because but but the thing about making up lies is that every lie, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, every lie has to have forty to sixty percent truth. Yeah. So I would take a lie, make a lie like this. I would say something that, um, do you know that there's um, and some people know this, some people don't, but um. What are they called? Is it cili, cili, cilia, cilia? Um, celiacs? No, 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 not celiacs. It's um, there are these, uh, they're the little um, fibers in your ears hmm. that um, that vibrate with sound. 
and I think they're called cilia, but I can't look it up because I don't know if they're spelled with a C or an S. Yeah. But they're the they're the the fibers that are in your ear canal. Um, that vibrate with sound. That's what transmits the sound. You know, that mm-hmm. so you can hear. Um, and of course, as you get older, they start to die off, and that's why if you get older, um, your your hearing gets worse because they never grow back. Right. And the right. number that you have, or the amount that you have when you're born, are the amount that you will always have until they start to die off. And which is really kind of screwed up. So, like, once your hearing starts to go, there's no way for you to, like, naturally get your hearing back. They, like, say these things don't grow back. They're, that's just it. And listening to, like, loud noises and stuff without protecting your ears can cause those things to, um, to, uh, like, I don't want to say be destroyed, but to be damaged early and mm-hmm. you can lose your hearing, you know, earlier. Um, so, and that's actually, you can look that up. That's actually true. So I would say start with something like that and then would then follow it up with, you know, um, and you know, the weird thing is, is that, uh, like, like black boys are born with the full dick size they're going to have for the rest of their life. So their dick doesn't grow anymore. They start off with a complete full dick size and then their body just grows around that. Absolute truth. Just like Celia. It's like what you have when you're born is what you're going to have for the rest of your life. And the thing is, you can't look that up. You can't look up like black dicks, right? I mean, you can. Oh, you <laughs> especially can't look up black baby dicks. You're right. going <laughs> no. to get on a watch list. <laughs> so you can't, but you can look up about the, about the little feelers that are in your ears, the fibers that are in your ears. Yeah. And that's complete truth. So you look that up, you think that that's the truth, right? And be like, wow. And since I can't ask anybody, because that's something you can't ask anybody. You, know? <laughs> you can't go up to a black person and be like, I want to ask you about your dick when you were a baby. <laughs> so that, you can't do that. So I would completely make up shit like that just because I could get away with it. Um, and I mean, that works with the, the mindset of the people in the town I live in because, I mean, they'd just be like, no, and it's like, well, have you ever seen a black baby? It's like, well, no. <laughs> I don't reckon I ain't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so people always make fun of like how black people walk and everything. Well, that's, I mean, if you start walking a certain way, you adopt that walk for the rest of your life. So imagine a kid who's like <laughs> two or three years old trying to walk with his little baby legs and that big ass dick, right? <laughs> Stuff up inside a diaper, you're gonna walk funny. And then eventually, as you get older, you've just adopted that walk unless someone corrects you and be like, okay, you need to learn how to walk this way and talk this way, you know? <laughs> so I would definitely make up some shit like that. I can see that. <laughs> and then the other part about it is, you know, sometimes people will do things like they're not really Italian mm-hmm. or, or any other kind of race, but they will use a stereotype. And adopt that and be like, because I know about this thing because I am X. Yeah. Um, and then you're like, and then they're like, and then you say it with enough conviction that people don't challenge you on it. Um, and then you also put in, you know, just a hint, like a dash, like, like, just like, ooh, let me taste the soup. Like, mm, a little pinch of it. You put in <laughs> this little pinch of douchebaggery so that people don't want to have a further conversation with you to question that. Be like, okay, that's great. Now I'm going to go over here. And it's like, well, it's perfect. Now you believe me because you're not going to follow up to see like just how Italian or Jewish I am. Yeah. Right. Because I've already, I started off with this like bold statement and I made it seem like I'm the best at it. Then I squeeze in a little bit of douchebaggery there to push <laughs> you away. Bam. Yeah. 
Now, I'm not saying that's the case with the people that you are referring to, but... I mean, it's it's like I said, it's been a limited number of people spread out over a lot of years. So, I mean, I'm sure at least a couple of them, yeah, I, I think it would make sense in some contexts. In others, I just think that they're asshole people and they're just, like, looking for an excuse. Um, and I, that's highly possible as and, well. And, I mean, I could, I could do that too, you know? I could just sprinkle it into my dialogue of, like, huh... Well, you know, I never obey the law because, after all, I am English. So. Right. It's like, what? It's like, <laughs> I don't know, I'm not bound by your laws, Ted. We still own this country. You know, it's, what are you talking about here? Just because you guys decided to be seditionists doesn't mean make you right. I mean, <laughs> I mean yeah, I mean, it, we could start the Civil War back up any minute now. I'm not talking about your little bullshit one you had. I'm talking about the real one here. All I got to do is just whistle, and I can have, like, 200,000 redcoats on this shore right now. <laughs> Try me. Try me. I mean, Canada used to talk a big game, too, but you'll notice the queen's on all their money? That's because we made Canada our bitch, all right? That's right. Yeah, and you know we did that? We flitted with the French. <laughs> oh. Oh, we gotta we gotta get a couple more races in there. That way we, we can make sure we hit everybody. We do because it's been mostly European people so far. <laughs> Who cares about European people? <laughs> They're fine. According to our last demographics, we got like one percent other countries. <laughs> the only way we're gonna get them to listen to us more is by insulting them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they've gotta they've gotta prove us wrong. <laughs> like they said, what? Show no. us you're not all that bad. <laughs> right. You gotta listen to it for yourself, man. I can't. I can't tell you all the shit they said, but it was bad. <laughs> they said they're gonna do more episodes. They're gonna talk about you, about your country. You, you should probably subscribe. That way, you don't miss anything. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's it's interesting, like races and like how people act. It. I, this is gonna come out really wrong. I think <laughs> Go on. I'm gonna. I'm gonna make you. I'm gonna make you come across. Really sound like really good compared to <laughs> what I'm gonna say. Um, is that the thing with with things like stereotypes? Um, is that a, a portion of it, and more than you want to admit to, but a portion of that is true. The only problem is that it's over-exaggerated right, right. in the stereotype, um, but there is a there is a sprinkle of truth to that amongst, like, you know, whatever that, that particular race or culture is. Like, there's a thread that travels through, and it's thicker in some spots than it is in others. That's what she said. <laughs> God, what's wrong with your shit, man? <laughs> man, I'm so glad to be back, man. My shit was like thick all the way from when I was born till now. That I will say that that's the bad part about it is that when you're a baby, that shit's really big because you're a baby. But as you get bigger and, and you realize it's not going to get any bigger, then you end up like outgrowing it. But like, yeah, but I used to be much bigger comparatively. <laughs> You uh, spend your entire teenage years thinking, oh, God, I hope I don't grow up taller than 5'8". Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, you can only shave so much. And like, then, then, you, then you just slice no pieces of skin. And like, yeah, I've got to make this look bigger. Uh, I actually had like a like a tattoo. Had two um, uh, crescents, like dark crescents, tattooed. <laughs> 
like on my inner like on my inner torso to get this concave look so it just stands out more like a 3D picture. <laughs> Tattooed contouring on there. <laughs> just making <laughs> And then, and then though, so this is the worst part about it. this. This is why I'm such a horrible, horrible person is because then when I do have sex with a girl, right, it looks big to them, like optical illusion, right? <laughs> it looks big to them. But then when I put it inside, it's not very big. It's like, it's like, is it in? It's like, you know, it's like, I, I, I think it's like, it's cause you're a slut and you're all worn out. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the only way you can salvage yourself after that is to just make it all about them. Right. Because <laughs> you saw it. It was big to you, right? It's like, you saw it. <laughs> no, you can't touch it. It's mine. I touch it. <laughs> I feel like so, like, plucky from, like, tiny toes. <laughs> now you all later, smile a later. <laughs> but, you know, oh. and then, yeah, and then I just got to redeem myself. It's like... I'm so sorry, damn. Well, you should be. One of the hardest truths you learn as a man is that when she continues yelling harder, harder, she really is hitting that point where she just means bigger, bigger. It's like, yeah, I can't help you there. <laughs> sorry. Uh yeah. I uh, um. There's, there's a. Uh, I used to. Well, I say I used to because I I still like to, but just now as I get older, I carry so much shit in my pockets. Like I got change and I got my knife and I got my wallet and I got my cell phone and all things like that. But I used to carry like a little, it was like a, it was actually like a, like a, a little briefcase that came from one of my action figures. Yeah. And I would carry that with me. So when I got into situations where I just wanted to leave, I just be like, just grab it and pull it out. Like, okay, I got my shit. I'm leaving now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a cheesy thing, but it's just like, at least then I'm redeeming myself in some ways. It's like, yeah, I realize that this is all going south. So got my shit. I'm just packed my shit here and I'm gone. And, uh, yeah, there's nothing like having to do that, you know, in, in a situation like harder, harder, harder. But like, um, yeah, I got like my dick, one leg and half a testicle and, <laughs> and it's still not doing it. So where, where's my little briefcase? It's time for me to leave. I give up. Yeah. Yeah. A big thing about being sexually active is learning the difference between deeper and bigger. Oh man. Yeah. At some point it's just like Kevin in the office doing the CPR thing and it's just like, call it. <laughs> What's the time? <laughs> mm, 20 seconds. Call it. You know, that's... Uh, I actually tried for a short time. This, You know, when you're younger, you really try to... You do. You say stupid shit to try to save face. And in that moment, it, it makes perfect sense. Like, oh, I'm going to say this. <laughs> you know? Yep. And that'll get me... That'll help me save face from this situation. Um, so, I used to try to pretend like I was hard of hearing. <laughs> Um, and it, but you know, that doesn't, because the thing is when they call you on your bluff, because they say shit you want to hear and you respond to that <laughs> and it's like, oh, okay. It's like, and it's like, you know, should I invite off my friend Kelly? Like, yeah. I'm like, oh, fuck. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I mean, what? <laughs> and then I, I just pulled my briefcase. <laughs> time for me to go. <laughs> oh, shit. I came this close to having Kelly. Damn it. Yeah, you got to play it cool. Yeah. And you can't you can't push it in your ears because they they're gonna see that you know. 
you're not hard of hearing. You just got shit in your ears. <laughs> and there's, there's no way to make the situation worse or to offend more people by going, that's how odd that people are. Because that does not work out well. <laughs> you know, I know how much community service I had to do. <laughs> and you know what's even worse, man? What's even worse is, so I grew up uh, for a, a large part of my life. I grew up in the South. Um, from like sixth grade to like like a couple years of college, I grew up in the South. Yeah. And when you do shit like that in the South, and you you, you, know, you get like community service, and like okay, we want you to pick up all this shit on the side of the road here, right? It took me, I think probably fifty two of my ninety six hours of community service picking up shit on the side of the road before I was really like, wait a minute, this is a cotton field, <laughs> you fuckers. <laughs> tossing all this like all this stuff out here like you, I was like you Dylan you son of a bitch god damn you damn you all to hell tricked again and they just stand there like shake my fist ooh, ooh. like making a, a Muhammad Ali noises Right now, like like Satan is sitting on his throne, like he's just making it so easy. He's like, I don't have to do anything. He's he is on his way down here right now. I wish they were all like him. I don't even have to put anybody on his shoulder either. He's just he just does it himself. It's amazing. That ninja's gonna put me out of a job. And yes, Satan says ninja because he's not that stupid. <laughs> it's 2020. Satan can't afford to get canceled. Yeah, exactly. It's like, this shit don't run itself. Who else could keep all these Italians in line? And we're right back to the beginning. Boom. <laughs> it's the secret. If you bring it full circle, then it all makes sense. <laughs> Hemingway bitches. <laughs> After saying shit like that, so. the devil didn't scare me. <laughs> it's everybody else. <laughs> they don't understand. These are just jokes. They're like, if they're just jokes, why are we laughing? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Hemingway was kind of a freak. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, you know, I've never read any Hemingway. Um, I've read samples. It's really not that good, honestly. Hmm. Like, he... He does a lot of, like, really short sentences, and he'll, like... That's called writing a staccato. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. <clears throat> um, Dave Sim did, like, a story about Hemingway and about the death of Hemingway and all that. And, um, basically his contention is that, yes, Hemingway shot himself, but it's basically Mary's fault because she just gave him the keys to the gun safe, knowing that he was suicidal. Yeah, um, yeah, that'd be like me, like, having an addict over my house, but like, just gonna leave these pills laying all around. <laughs> um, you know, you know what that's like? That's like having... A 
possessed doll in your house and inviting <laughs> people to come in there and look at it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know who we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but um, but yeah. So be- whenever Dave Sim does a story on a writer, he always reads a lot of their stuff and tries to familiarize himself with them through their work. And at the end of the Hemingway story, his only comment was, "Hemingway was not a writer; he was a typist." Because <laughs> huh. all he's doing is just typing words. He's not actually like pouring himself into his writing, which I thought was a pretty interesting way of putting it. But then, yeah, he, he, like, pasted up some, like, samples from his books, and it is, like, very, very dry and very rudimentary, I guess is the word for it. Right. But then he started posting excerpts from his journal, and that's why I say the man was kind of a freak. <laughs> okay, do tell. Um, well, he fucked his cats. What kind of cats did he have? Uh, I mean, just house cats. How do you fuck? I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't well, want, like, see- it. <laughs> I'm just. They, they, That's yeah, another they, thing you can't Google. They can't. <laughs> yeah, but you can't Siri it. Hey Siri, <laughs> hey, Siri. <laughs> yeah, I don't think. I don't think that's traceable. <laughs> yes, I guarantee you that it's traceable. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, like, like that's not going to show up like your on your internet like browser history, but like, <laughs> and, and clean my Siri history while you're at it too. Um. Siri's gonna come in to report to Apple. They're like, yeah, so how's how's we're going with this client? So, well, he asked about fucking cats. So. <laughs> uh, but I'm just like, they're they're they they're small. They're yeah, they're ha- okay, whatever. Yeah, yep, yeah, 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 man. Yeah, yeah. So just all all kinds of weird sexual stuff like that. Did he not have socks? Did he not have socks? Yeah. Did he not have socks? Yeah. He jerk off in a sock. I mean, like, like, <laughs> did he not have socks? Like, like, okay, for a guy that was supposed to be like a literary master, if he couldn't tell the difference between pussy and pussy, and you're like, well, you know. Well, I think he was like trying to incept the pussy because it was like pussy within a pussy. Oh, pussy. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Good luck with that. I mean, it's not like we really have the opportunity to ask him here, but. Well, we can. We bring out the Elijah board. <laughs> can we do that for a podcast episode? I'm sure we can. <laughs> I would legitimately love to. We'd have to. We'd have to like do a video recording too. Yeah, um, yeah. Of us using the Elijah board to <laughs> see who we can we see, we can summon. I would legitimately love to channel Hemingway and ask him about fucking the cats. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you know I think we'd ha- we probably have to. Um, Based upon what you said, we probably have to make a special Elijah board for him to make it more like a um uh like a telegram thing. So he'd be like, so it would match more with his like his writing style. Be yeah, like, yeah. First you get a cat, and then we have like a like instead of like a period, be like stop, stop. You know? <laughs> first you get a cat, stop. And like <laughs> then you tie the cat down, stop. And like okay, uh, what can you? I know you have to put your hands on it, but could you? Like automate that in some way, like attach like a robotic arm to it and connect hmm. it to like a um. So you know it's mapped out where um this uh like with kind of like coordinates, right? So as it goes to that, it would then like display on the screen like what um or print it out like what letter it went to. Yeah. Um. That way, I don't have to guess. And that's gonna be tiring. And I and this, that's the other thing too is like if you're <laughs> spelling a word, like. 
I've got to like first I got to remember like like fucking Simon like what letters like <laughs> T S it and it's like wait oh shit is there like, is there like a, like a start over button on there because <laughs> I mean we're, we're wait talking- spirit redo redo. <laughs> That's the one thing that people don't seem to understand when you're like trying to contact a, no, oh, this is the ancient spirit from the 1700s. You know, most of the people are uneducated. So, <laughs> I mean, most of them couldn't spell in the 1700s. Right. So, what makes you think it's because they're dead, they can spell now? <laughs> it's like, and then they always spell everything correctly. <laughs> you can always tell when, when, when Joey is the one that's like manipulating the device because everything's always spelled wrong. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah, we're not contacting anybody, are we? But uh, yeah, I think that'd be. I think we could do that. We could maybe get break out on a wider board and see if we can. Like, but what you like? How do you how do you can how do you contact that particular person? Though? Do we have to do we have to put like a copy of like the old man in the sea or a farewell to arms something like around or? It's um, a good question. I guess we'd have to actually talk to a medium and see what the actual deal is there. Yeah. I mean, we can't we can't just like put like a like a shotgun or like two shotgun shells on the table. We could get so many people that way, but like, no, no, not you, not you, not you. My arms would get tired after a while. I mean, I'm pretty sure with Ouija boards, you just summon whatever spirit you summon and hope for the best. Yeah. Okay. Great. That's just like drunk dialing somebody. Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. That's high number neighbor. Yes. No. No. Thank you. But um, so you mentioned uh, Hemingway, and that's how we got down this road here. <clears throat> I have a question. So you know, there's the the Hemingway legacy, mm-hmm. and I wonder if that Hemingway legacy is that really a just a this inherited like biological like mental instability. Or is it because it's Hemingway and you are the relatives of Hemingway that subconsciously, like, it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy? Yeah. That you're, that you're, but you're not actively taking part in it, but it's always being brought up as you are put into like the public, you know, uh, the spotlight. And it's always being brought up, always being brought up. Like your name can't be mentioned without mentioning who you are. Are related to, and then how they died. Right. You know, it's 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 always that. Right. Um. And that you know, and that any time like it was like, oh yeah, I got you know, I got pissed off and yelled at somebody, but like, oh yeah, you know, well, you know that there's a there's a uh, a history of mental instability in their family. It's like, well, I mean, shit. I mean, you, you keep telling somebody one thing, after a while, they're gonna start to believe it. So, yeah, yeah. is it really that, um, or is it that? Uh, that you know that you over time there's like this kind of mental conditioning right. that has kind of led them down this path. I'm curious about that. Yeah, yeah. I know I know with like some families there's evidence of it just being purely genetic and like even if you don't know about the history of your family until you yourself have been uh, diagnosed like that kind of thing can definitely be genetic, but as far as like specifically with the Hemingways, I don't know. I mean, even if there is that, that kind of a history, um, it doesn't mean that everyone's going to have full bone psychosis. Well, yeah. No. So, yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm just, I'm kind of curious about that. Yeah, I think there's plenty of situations where it would be a self fulfilling prophecy. Hmm. So, yeah, interesting. Yeah, definitely. Oh, man. So, we, we, this all started off with. 
Italians. Fucking Italians, man. So I have a question. Going back to that whole thing is because you live in a small, a small town area, which uh, let's clarify something. You live in a small town that is very close to a larger town. Yeah, yeah. So it's not like you live in this isolated small town in the middle of nowheresville, <laughs> right? It's like you live in a small, a, in a, a town with a very small population. Right, that right. It is right yeah. next to, when we say right next to, within like 15, 20 minutes. 30 minutes. 30 yeah. minutes, okay. Of a bigger, larger town, like, so, yeah, so, like, my town is, like, a little one-stoplight town, um, and then you drive about 30 minutes, you get to the bigger town, which has, like, Walmarts and Targets and shit like that, mm-hmm. and then another 10 or 15 minutes past that, and you're in a big-ass city with a college and all that, so it's not like I'm completely stranded out in nowhere. Right, so that's what I'm saying, like, so the people that are in the, that act like this in small town, but like, because oh, I'm just a small town guy, but... That's because well, you choose to be. Right, right. You know, like, you choose to stay within the, the, the confines of this area But one of the Italians I met was in the bigger town, and the other one of the Italians I met was in the big city. Okay. Actually, the big city where I currently work in. So, Cause, cause yeah, the other so thing it's I was not strictly is, limited to, to the rural area. Well, the reason I was, ask, I was asking that is because, like, you have an Italian restaurant in your town. Mm-hmm. And I would like to think that it's run by Italians. <laughs> And I say I don't know. I've never met the owners. And I say I would like to think that because, um, at the mall here a long time ago, um, they used to have like a little um, uh, a J- Japanese restaurant in like the food court. Yeah, it was a uh, um, what do you call that? Uh, I don't really care for that much. Um, what's it? Uh, hibachi. Yeah. 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 Um, and I mean, out of all Japanese food, hibachi is like my least favorite thing. Um, but. It was a little hibachi place, and it was run by these, like, I don't know, they, they were Middle Eastern. Um, I don't know if they were Pakistani, or if they are you know, <laughs> I, I, but I'm like, you're, you're not Japanese. Right, right. And I, that's not, I mean, you don't have to be Japanese to run a Japanese restaurant, but there's a sense of authenticity yeah it's not like you can't learn but if i went into a soul food restaurant and they were like yeah we got soul food we got grits and we got collard greens and you know (laughs) and 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 all this kind of stuff and it was run by uh i don't know like uh irish people well i was gonna say i was gonna say like it was Remember by someone from like uh, Yugoslavia? Like I'm like I'm not quite sure that I would be able to say okay, this is truly authentic soul food. I mean, <laughs> like maybe you were you were like raised or trained by somebody or taught to cook this, but but I would go in there and be like, um, uh, no, thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that's why I said like I would hope that because. When I saw that, I wasn't didn't want the hibachi anyway. But I saw it like, um, this doesn't feel right to me. Right. <laughs> and it, it, the food was probably really good. I mean, and if it was like I don't know, like a like like a Sabaros that you know was run by Aborigines. I mean, it's Sabaros. <laughs> I mean, like, anyway, do we even even exist anymore? Yeah, like, yeah. There's really? the Sabaros in Roanoke. Yeah, really. Yeah, I eat there sometimes. Really? Yeah. How I mean, the hell did they make it when all these other restaurants failed? <laughs> who was who was eating a Sabaros like me? 
Is it in the mall? It can't yep. be a stand. Okay, I was gonna say because is there even such a thing as a standalone Sbarro's? I don't think so. I've never seen one outside of a mall. God, it's like how desperate are you for pizza while you're shopping in the mall? And you're like, fuck it, I'll eat a Sbarro's. <laughs> I mean, like, like, that's that's the absolute so, worst, man. For me, it's because it's the only place in in any of like the areas within driving distance of me that has like those big flat New York style slices. There's nowhere to get a good New York style slice anywhere within driving distance of where I am. So if I want the New York style slice as opposed to like something like Pizza Hut or something that's like thicker, can't, yeah, okay. just can't get it unless I go to Sbarro's. So, so come to Sbarro's and have a slice of our pizza that's been sitting under a warming like, light for the past four hours. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's like, it's the same thing with like Subway where it's like, you know, I'm, I would never go to Subway of my own choice, but if I really want a meatball sub, then where else am I going to go? And yeah, I just have to accept that it's like... This has just been sitting out all day because that's gross, but... Uh, I just hope I never, never have a craving that bad for a meatball sub. Then <laughs> I, I would decide to go in the Subway. <laughs> I won't even buy a soda from Subway. I mean, <laughs> and they have bottled sodas there. Yeah. I, <laughs> uh, wow. I yeah, mean, my, my cravings for, like, stuff just knows no bounds. And you know the other thing about Sbarro's is that they, it's such a bullshit thing that they try so hard to sound Italian that they, <laughs> that they, they, their name is what, like, it's two, two consonants that don't go together before yeah. a vowel. <laughs> yeah. They're like, doesn't that sound really Italian? Sbarro's. Like, like, oh yeah, it does sound like, no, it, it sounds a bullshit. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> it's some <a> bullshit. <laughs> I'm like, think, oh no, get get out of here with that. <laughs> Big ass Italian. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You people should feel sorry for us because this is the only way you're gonna get a New York style slice. It reminds me of that scene from uh Running Scared with Gregory Hines and Billy Crystal when the uh was it the the lawyers looking for Billy Crystal and uh he tells and he thinks it's a guy trying to serve him um uh like one of the the crimes that they busted. Yeah. Trying to serve him with uh a papers for um uh what do you call it? Uh police brutality. Oh yeah, yeah. And so Gregory Hines he's pretty pretty be him, he goes in the women's restroom and the guy comes in there and he's like He's like, you, you Costanza? He's like, yeah, I'm Costanza. He's like, you don't look Costanza. He's like, what do you want me to do? He's like, you want me to like sweat spaghetti sauce for you? Lose a war? (laughs) 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 Uh, We watched it, didn't we, Running Sears? Did we? I don't think so. Oh, there's there's a scene in there where he calls calls the guy because he wants uh, Gregory Hines to sleep with a married woman. And they're trying to get her. Then they call the other cops and say that her husband is like a, a, a criminal they're looking for so he can get arrested so he can spend the weekend with her. No. And then he calls him up and he's like, hello. And he's like, I used to inform for Hughes and Costanza, but they don't pay me no more. <laughs> oh, no, no, man. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I have not no seen shit. this movie. I love running scared. It's like so damn funny. <laughs> Oh, uh, well, yeah, no, definitely not seen that movie. Oh, yeah, it's got Dan Hedaya in it, um, the the late Gregory Hines, Billy Crystal, uh, directed by Peter Himes, um, has a, oh, what, I'm trying to think of the guy's name now, 
he was in um Scarface. Um and then um and the thing is I just had a conversation about the other guy. Uh, John uh, John Grise in it. Okay. Um who's actually on a Dream Corp LLC. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But he was in like Fright Night Two and uh he was on like the first season of Martin <laughs> and of course he was in Running Scared and he's been in all all kinds of things. So and I can't uh Steven Bauer, that's the other guy. Okay, yeah, yeah. So Pretty good cast of people, and it's a pretty funny movie. I dig it quite a bit. So, uh, all right. So all that's right. uh, um, you open this up, so you got to close it. You got to close. It. I can't. I can't take it away and then close it <laughs> on like. No, I, th- I think this is. I think this is a good note to end on. Um, so yeah, this has been an offensive one. <laughs> no, it's it's been a it's been a a character study on. <laughs> On race relations and first impressions. And folks, if you're if you're Italian, then feel free to prove me wrong. I mean, have a conversation with me without bringing up the fact that you're Italian. It's kind of like CrossFit, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. hey, all you CrossFit people, I, I defy you to have a conversation with me where you don't bring up CrossFit. It's that kind of thing. So, But I'm going to warn you, though. The first thing I'm going to say is like, dude, you're really looking kind of cut, man. <laughs> hey, you <laughs> jacked, bro. It's like, how'd you do that? You eating right? <laughs> <laughs> you, wait, you Do you exercise? Like, <laughs> y- yes. So what, what are you doing, man? Like like Pilates or yoga? Like, <laughs> Dude, it's CrossFit. It's so fucking awesome. <laughs> Let me tell you about it. Like, ah, you lose. Yeah, you know, it's it's that kind of thing where it's like, wow, yeah, you really seem to know a lot about biscottis. What's your <laughs> secret? And it's like, mm, mm, Italian. <laughs> <laughs> and and I'm just gonna tell you right now, like threatening to, to like attack us and beat us up or stab us or you know rub us out. <laughs> that's not gonna prove us, prove you prove us wrong. Okay, I'm just just putting it out there right now. That's not gonna prove us wrong. That'll just confirm everything. That's right. So I mean, if you want to prove us wrong, those are things you should probably stay away from. <laughs> Remember, if if you do feel the need to go that route, a Comey started this, so go after him first. <laughs> That's me, folks. I'm a Comey. <laughs> and, and when I say go after him first, the job has to be complete before you come after me. You can find me on social media at acomeydraws.com. <laughs> and uh, and you can find me, Turk182. I actually don't have a Twitter account. So you can, uh, you can just message me at acomeydraws. <laughs> <laughs> at Twitter uh, dot what Twitter um <laughs> dot com. I don't know what the hell is that. I don't use that shit anyway. You know, I fucking hate that thing. Oh yeah, me too. That's why I don't even mention it anymore. Like I hate it. I mean, I, I don't even. I, I mean, yeah. If you want to message me on there, that's fine. But I I don't like that. I don't like anything about it. <laughs> yep. But anyway, anyways, yes, that's us. Yep. And, and uh, uh, you can listen to other podcast stuff. Yep. Like other podcasts entirely that don't talk about Italians. But, you know, I, I, I'm going to toss this thing out there. It's like the last thing I'm going to say is I was having a conversation with somebody and and I was like, you know, here's a, the thing is. Like, I don't really have like a diverse group of friends. Like, hmm. I mean, it's not for lack of want, but I can't go out there looking for a baby like, 
Hey, will you be our friend? Are you uh, Latino, gay, trans, you, you Italian, you European anyway? No, no, sorry. I'm looking for those. I got enough of you guys already. I got enough black, white, and Chinese people. I need some other kinds of friends. Like, you mean, that's how you go looking for friends. You find friends organically, yeah, no, no matter who they are. So you put it out on Craigslist where it's like... <laughs> yeah, that's what I want to do. <laughs> single black male seeking, <laughs> seeking gay French friend platonically <laughs> yeah and they're like i know how to play tonic but maybe you can teach me <laughs> like, no no strictly platonically <laughs> uh but i mean so it's the thing is like i don't have any of them uh but it's just because i haven't come across any you know be able to like oh hey you know will you be my friend i mean that's again that's not really the way to start a conversation <laughs> uh but I'm not opposed to it either. I will say that. I'm not opposed to it. I'm not opposed to any really good, strong friendship. Yeah. I'll, I'll be friends with anybody who gives this podcast good reviews and tells all their friends about it. Uh, well, you'll... I mean, honestly, the, the the way that you want to become friends with a Comey is by saying that, um, yes, I'm an artist. I'd love to take a look at your work. Because <laughs> otherwise, he's just going to walk away. <laughs> uh, it'll just kind of slow the process down. <laughs> I'll yeah. get back to you eventually in that case. You're never living that down. Because <laughs> I'm never going to let you. <laughs> never going to give you up. Never going to let you live that down. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, yep, yep. Bye, everybody. Bye. All right there, folks. That was Our Moms Think We're Funny. Let's, uh, let's give him a hand.